Welcome everybody to the podcast and also welcome to the most interesting time of the year. No, I'm not talking about December and Christmas while those are obviously amusing and they're not too bad. They're, they bring in a lot of happiness to all of us. I'm talking about the IPL 2024 auctions and um boy this one's going to be a big one and every year we sort of build a lot of hype around the auction and for good reason because the valuation of the IPL and the worth of the IPL increases with every going year in recent news the valuation of the league has gone beyond the 10 billion mark each team's valuation is closing on 7 800 million dollars and it's very clear that the players form the core the nexus of the brand of the franchise and therefore the brand of the IPL and the auctions offer an opportunity obviously to not just increase the brand value of the team but increase um the performance levels of the team and i think there's a correlation between the two and that's why this auction is going to be very very important for everybody so On this episode of the podcast we are not going to be looking at each team individually for that you can head over to any of these super serious cricket um, analysts that are sitting across different uh, newsrooms and different studios we are going to be looking at different trends that could potentially unfold at the auction this is going to be a short sweet crisp and clear episode where we are going to be potentially listing out patterns that could unfold at the auction what are the certain things that you're going to be needing to look out for and how could certain things unfold so let's get into it the first thing that strikes me is that you could metaphorically divide the the set of 10 teams into two different units the first unit is a set of teams that do not really need to do much all they need to do is fill up a position or two and add a few backups MICSK GT LSG and maybe even SRH right i would say SRH and GT are in that one category where they need to fill in the more important roles um specifically GT but MICSK and LSG i think are sitting pretty heading into the auction they don't really need to do much along with um apart from uh, i'd like to say filling in a few key slots when you look at the other end of the spectrum you've got Punjab Kings RCB RRDC and KKR who need to make certain major changes and major additions to um what are the retained players currently into uh into their squads when you look at these two sets and you look at these two teams and the way they i have divided them it's it becomes very very clear that apart from one or two names that the first set of teams that is MICSK GT LSG and maybe even SRH will be targeting it's clear that most of these teams are going to be sitting back for the first half of the auction and uh, the other teams are going to take over a lot of the bidding they're going to be a lot more active the likes of punjab the likes of um uh, rcb who need marquee bowlers the likes of rajasthan royals that need certain set of players we'll get to uh, the specific categories a little later into the episode dc of course were missing big personnel in that middle order and kkr who need pretty much a little bit of everything you're going to see a lot of these teams step up and uh, and try and fight it out with each other but you'll also see the likes of MICSK GT LSG not LSG uh, to be honest but MICSK GT and maybe even SRH are uh, trying to go in for one of the few marquee names in set 1 and 2 which essentially are your overseas marquee players your Travis Heads your Mitchell Starks 
um you know your daryl mitchells your achin ravindras these guys are going to be seeing some interest from the teams that i mentioned earlier but largely i think they're going to be sitting back but it's going to be trickier for teams that have identified a specific player for the job a lot of times uh, the teams that have their pockets full will just sit back and bid to try and push the team that's desperate to a certain salary cap or a certain number that becomes incredibly uncomfortable for them we could see that phenomena happening very 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 uh, evidently especially for the likes of rcb who've uh, you know released hazelwood hasaranga and and harshal patel they need to really go out there and fill their bowling up um the likes of dc that need middle order batters that need players that will supplement rishabh pant's return they could be pushed to try and and fetch the services of english and a couple of others um and and a few others as well but it's going to be very very tricky for them right let's move on now to categories now the in the next section i've divided or rather listed down the the three or four major categories the major skill sets of players and try to take a look at which team needs these skill sets immediately um i'm going to start obviously with batters straight up and i think the first name that strikes me is um is dc as i've mentioned before delhi capitals i think have let go of quite a few middle order players um and also top order players you've lost salt you've got you've lost rovman powell you've lost sarfraz khan you've lost a uh, few other very very important players it's um pretty much a clear out that's happening at dc they've realized that not a lot of things have worked in the last few years and this time it's very clear that along with the potential top 4 of say warner um shaw marsh and and rishabh once he returns you need a lot of support after that so dc i think are going to be the team to watch out for in terms of batters you could see them going hard after sharukh khan or english and a couple of others in that category um rajasthan royals i think need a little bit of middle order support as well sunrisers hyderabad will go in i think to finally replace david warner and they need to go in for travis head to do that i was speaking to a fellow sunrisers hyderabad fan and he mentioned that the psychological advantage of having somebody at the top of the order that's overseas that that's experienced is is something that exists in the ipl that's very very real and uh, if you look at the power play numbers of hyderabad in the last couple of years they've been the lowest in the league so they clearly need an opening batter maybe to go along with abhishek sharma to uh, really take the attack to the opposition hyderabad is a team that will probably look to go in all in for an opening batter maybe even rachin ravindra or travis head i think one of the two they'll go hard for punjab kings will need to replace sharukh khan will they bid for him um is a question and stop at a certain point he was obviously on a high salary maybe i think around 10 crore so that is a question csk will csk try to replace ambati raidu with an indian batter that is something that will be there but i think csk will also bid for sharukh khan as they need a more long term lower order finisher for ms dhoni and they probably have identified sharukh to be that guy okay let's move on to bowlers next and no surprises obviously rcb they need to replace uh triple h as we've mentioned earlier in this episode um mumbai indians obviously need um a few backup bowlers i think piyush chawla was revolutionary uh, he reinvented himself last year but it was very clear that despite putting up 200s and 220s on the board 
they lacked the bite in the bowling they needed somebody along with bumrah who can go jason berendorf mind you is is in form you might see him bowling but uh, with the new captain in place you never know there might be a few new decisions being made hardik pandey obviously taking over as mumbai captain um recently so but i definitely see um mumbai going in for a spinner i think for a very very long time we've kept uh saying this out loud that mumbai need a a, a marquee spinner no disrespect to piyush shawla or anybody else that has played for the franchise but a big spinner is important um mumbai could very well go in for that also and they can afford to go in for an overseas spinner because you've got a largely solid indian contingent at the top of the order so you could potentially go in for an adil rashid or a keshav maharaj also perhaps you never know and uh, i think lsg and gt i think gt will also look to replace a few bowlers shivam mavi yash dayal have been released so uh they'll probably try and get in some of the younger indian fast bowlers into the unit alzari josephs also been released uh odin smiths also been released so yes gt will be in the market for a couple of fast bowlers but the big one for me will be lucknow super giants i think they need somebody to bowl at the death and also at the start and i think they'll go in for umesh yadav lucknow really do not need to do much i think gautam gambhir has done an incredible job with the way he set up the squad um this could very well be their big year um but i think an indian fast bowler and an, an experienced one maybe somebody like an umesh yadav or you could even go in for a shivam mavi very talented could fit in very very well there next let's move to wicket keepers and i think gt will need wicket keepers they've released um, urvil patel and kona bharat both you've only got vidiman saha and matthew wade at the moment in the squad definitely a couple of indian backup keepers dc will definitely be in the market for a big keeper and i think uh, there are not a lot of teams i think the other team is only kkr in my opinion that needs a wicket keeper but uh, dc and kkr will be in the hunt for a marquee wicket keeper and i think jos inglis here could really make big bucks in the ipl uh, dc i think will try and push a lot because of the australian factor um but um but you know i think there's going to be a bidding war for for jos inglis especially after the way he batted in that t20 series versus india scoring that 100 all right let's move to all rounders the last category um gt rr dc and rcb all will be looking out for all rounders uh gt obviously you know like i think the gt question is is uh, something that will be answered only after the auction because do you replace there is no like for like replacement for hardik at the indian level yes there is a shardul thakur in the auction but do you do you is there a skill comparison between the two to a certain level but i think hardik has been a in an incredibly valued player um across all formats across all teams so do you replace hardik with shardul I few days ago I was thinking that but I think now with the impact player rule being such an important factor they might go in go in for a specialist um batting all-rounder uh, where Rachin Ravindra could be the big 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 splash that that GT might make you never know um DC will be looking for that lower middle order option I think you've got only Akshar Patel at this point of time a few others you've got Ripple Patel you've got Yash Dool a couple of others but you still need um, an all-rounder or two not too many uh but that's pretty much about it i think the all-rounders impact is a little subdued with the impact player rule in place but you still have um value for money and you still have the recognition for the skill set that an all-rounder brings for you in the game and especially in this format so don't rule it out yet 
but i think to and this is a great segue to move into the next segment which are things that i'm going to be looking out for in the auction and the first thing is the impact sub rule and how teams now pivot right it's been one or two seasons that the impact player rule has been in place and a couple of teams have done well uh to use it uh effectively but i think a couple of teams have clearly struggled so now will you be sort of not looking at all round options and looking at specialists in the batting or bowling department and then use them effectively you need specialist players players that have certain skill sets that you can use um in in situations in a game uh, and i think big big batters and uh, marquee fast bowlers are going to be in demand because of the impact player rule and therefore i feel um a lot of the teams will not be looking out for all rounders but essentially players that have a dominant skill set um and therefore i could see all rounders losing out a little bit but hey remember there are still some very very good players out there the second thing that i'm going to be looking out for in this auction is how rcb replace hasaranga harshal and hazelwood these are major absentees right which is why we are saying this again and again on this program vanindo hasaranga uh, you know has won you a few games with the bat and the ball remember uh, not just not just uh, the ball he's also batted for you Harshal Patel has been purple cap holder of not too long ago. Josh Hazelwood is easily one of the best fast bowlers in the world in the top 3 in my opinion because of the way he plays in all three formats. And so this gap is major. Will RCB go in for two two out of these three again or for all of them or for none? You never know. But um you know there's obviously a lot of chatter around them going for Mitchell Stark. He's played for them before. But what that could do is a lot of teams could push them to pay mitchell stark a lot of money um i would say around 8 to 9 crore even um and uh, that could put rcb in a very precarious position maybe even more i think maybe even more um but how do they replace these three players arshal hasaranga gave you something with the bat they picked up wickets for you hazelwood obviously as we said marky bowler so big big gap for rcb to fill they've obviously done well with getting cameron green in um the 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 price tag might attract a lot of white balls eyeballs but he fits in beautifully at uh, at 3 uh, for them and i think he's going to be a major addition if you look at it faf virat cam green and then you've got maxwell and then you've got a few other really really good players dk rajat patidar Uh, that's that's pretty good that's pretty pretty good i think rachat patidar might just bat at 4 and then maxwell at 5 and dk at 6 that's very very good right i think they'll be looking out for an all-rounder who could bat at 7 and that's hasaranga um who would you bring him bring in in place of hasaranga is going to be important there is a generation 2.0 of gujarat titans that's now going to be built under captain shubman gill shubman's going to captain ideally going to captain the team for a long long time how are gujarat going to now build this team it was centered around hardik for a long time now shubman's going to be the focus and do you now go down the route of replacing hardik with an all-rounder or do you get in a specialist batter and really fortify that batting at the top let the options take care of the rest in terms of bowling is something that we're going to see um are you going to i think it's going to be um a shootout between rachin or inglis you get one of the two for sure is what gt will be telling themselves um rachin if rachin ravindra comes in you could see sai sudarshan batting at four he's done that for sari in uh, the english county 
he can bat at four he's done that for gt as well before if i be, if if i can recall correctly um so you could have rachin and gill opening with williamson and sudarshan at four uh, and then you got vijay shankar and you got david miller and rahul tevatia which is uh, absolute fire top six um that is the one the one caveat the one trick that uh, the one the one move that gt need to effectively make in this auction um are they going to go down the india route and make two changes to replace the one hardik or are they going to do a like for like that is what i'm going to be looking out for and number 3 for me is is delhi capitals and how they going to supplement rishabh's return into the ipl and delhi capitals there are reports that he's not going to keep if he doesn't keep then you definitely need an uh, a marquee keeper um somebody who will bat at 5 and i think joss inglis is is literally the person for them to go after if not inglis then you've got a few other options um uh, that are there in the foreign contingent as well there's shay hope there is um i think kushal i think one of the one of the sri lankan dushmanta chamira kushal mendes one of them keeps as well i might be wrong on this please let me know in the comment section but there are a few options for dc there to be to be taken care of they also need a bowler to to try and and give that bowling a little bit of cushion i think over the over the last few years andrek norkia has not been at his best that he was in 2020 and 2021 you need somebody that will bowl with him they've had to call upon ishan sharma a number of times and he's done a fabulous job for them but they sh- ideally should not be in that position um and so you know lower order power uh wicket keeper and a bowler and these are major major changes that you need to make into uh, uh you know going into a season how will delhi go about it is going to be a big big question i think for me english sharukh khan shivam mavi are three names that they will be targeting if they get these three along with a few backup indian players dc will walk back very very happy uh from the auction i think apart from that micsk lsg will be will will have a couple of picks and then get in a few young indian players and and uh, not really do a lot more punjab will spend we know that by now they'd like to spend they come into the auction with a bit of money um they'll go in for the next big hot talent and uh, rajasthan royals need to make a big splash i think it's super important now for rr to um you know they've obviously with with the new with the new wave after the mega auction last year they did sort of um make an impression but now it's time for rr to really press on that pedal they need marquee batters who will win them games in the middle order riyan parag hetmeyer has not worked in the past they now need a daryl mitchell they need to go after mitchell again get him and uh, and really fortify that middle order because after yashasvi um butler and sanju just struggling for names um riyan parag obviously has done well in the said mushtaq ali tournament so you might see him batting at at 4 or you might see him batting at 6 hetmeyer in and around 5 but hetmeyer has also not really worked um and then you've let go of uh, jason holder as well who offered you a little something with the bat so that the the batting from 4 to 6 those three slots i think are going to be huge for rajasthan royals to fill and um, i think they are going to be fighting with uh, the likes of punjab the likes of uh, dc um, and maybe even sunrisers hyderabad to make it happen uh, not so much srh i think because srh are looking good in my opinion with one or two additions all right that was from me those are my thoughts ahead of the big auction um 
it's very clear to you know before before i leave it's very very clear that there are going to be two sets of teams one set that's looking comfortable heading into the auction they've done their work with retentions and trades and one team um that's a, a sort of one set of team one set of teams that's going to need to do a lot of work in the auction and uh, however you know like you never know how things pan out and that's the beauty of the of the auction right even mini auctions um you know give you a sense of how teams are shaping up heading into a tournament and who could potentially go all the way and uh, this is where the ball starts rolling for everybody in the IPL and for all of us fans as well so it's a great indicator of how the league is shaping up how the teams are shaping up and that's why all the excitement so stay along uh, with me um on the indian cricket podcast and on my socials as well as we move towards the auctions and chat a little bit after it as well i hope you enjoyed this episode and you come back for more i'll see you around